Expert Insights is an ongoing medical education podcast. The Carl Division of Continuing Education designates that each episode of this enduring material is worth a maximum of 0.25 AMA PRA Category 1 credit. To collect credit, please click on the link and complete the episode's post-test. This podcast forum is brought to you to share expertise and insights within our integrated delivery system to help us improve the health of the people we serve and achieve world-class accessible care. This is Expert Insights. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. If your patients suffer from chronic pain, you know how hard it can be to manage that pain so your patient can get back to the activities they enjoy. My guest today is Dr. Shabira Rauther. She's a pain management physician at neuroscience at Carl Foundation Hospital. Dr. Rauther, what are the basic types of pain? Describe for other providers how you differentiate chronic pain and acute pain, and since they're somewhat subjective, how do you measure it? Um, it would be very, very difficult to uh, uh, measure pain. Um, pain is largely a subjective sensation. And what we are looking for is objective evidence of pain. Um, so if somebody um, complains of pain in their knee, for example, why do they have uh, that knee pain? So y you want to make sure you uh, objectively know what their anatomy looks like, uh, what is causing their pain, uh, because pain, once again, can be very subjective. Acute and chronic pain, uh, generally, it's, it depends on the duration of uh, uh uh, the, the pain uh, that has uh, bothered the patient. So uh, typically patients, um, if they complain of pain for more than six months uh, or so, uh, then you tend to believe that it could be a chronic uh, entity. Sometimes recurring pain in the same location um, can also be considered as a chronic pain entity. The field of pain management is really a burgeoning field right now. Tell other providers what you'd like them to know about this field and your multifaceted approach to painful disorders. Um, yes, pain is uh, an emerging field right now, also for all the wrong reasons, uh, I would say, um, you know, because there's been a lot of uh, stress on the opioid epidemic. And, uh, you know, we have to realize that opioids are only one modality of treatment for pain management. Uh, there are several different modalities of treatment. Um, you know, you have to look at any pain disorder and uh, treat it with different modalities, whether it is physical therapy, whether it is pharmacological management, which includes both opioids and non-opioids. Um, uh, you want to um, also use uh, behavioral uh, medicine techniques to help with pain, whether it's biofeedback technique, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, uh, you want to look at interventional options that can help patients with their pain. Um, you want to involve your surgical colleagues and see if uh, there'd be candidates for any surgical intervention, um, so on and so forth. So it has to be a, a multi-departmental approach, a multi-dimensional uh, approach to treating any pain condition. So there might be many providers involved, doctor, that would be involved in pain management. And as you're speaking about some of the other modalities, 
and non-surgical approaches and possibly surgical approaches to pain management. And you mentioned just a few of them. Where do other providers fit into that picture where injection procedures or nerve blocks or even acupuncture might fit into this whole modality and, and way of looking at pain? So um, when a patient complains of pain, they usually start off with their primary care provider. You know, that's where, you know, usually, uh, you know, they complain of pain and then the primary care provider has to figure out where to send this uh, patient. Um, um, So again, you know, they can either um, uh, refer this patient to us or they could, um, you know, uh, based on the patient complaints, uh, do a few investigations, whether it's lab work or um, imaging studies, uh, and and you know figure out where to send them. And do does this patient, um, you know, have considerable pain that's limiting their, um, you know, everyday activities? You know, does does this patient uh, have the endurance enough to go through sessions of physical therapy, or this is something that needs to be uh, quickly. Um, you know, taken care of by an injection um, or by surgical means. Um, and if non-operative options um, have to be considered, you know, um, uh, for example, uh, in a patient with post-herpetic uh, neuralgia or shingles pain, um, you know, can they just quickly uh, treat them with uh, uh, good medication options? And if conventional options are not helping this patient enough, uh, they will have to refer this patient out to more of the experts that would be, you know, us, that would be pain management providers over here. And you mentioned cognitive and behavioral therapy and some of these other sort of complementary techniques in dealing with pain and speak about how you explain to patients about some of these things, whether it's exercise or meditation or even biofeedback to deal with some of the pain disorders. So um, patients have to understand, first of all, that, you know, the minute you uh, suggest um, for them to see a psychologist, they the first question is, do you think I'm crazy? Do you think I'm making this up? That's not really the case. You know, they have to understand that uh, uh, there's a lot of power um, of the mind over your body. So, you know, learning um, coping techniques with the psychologist, learning breathing techniques, learning distraction techniques can be very effective. Um, also, um, and never discount the ability of therapy and exercises to help you. A lot and a lot of studies are coming out that show that, uh, you know, aerobic style exercises that will release um, endorphin, um, which are feel-good chemicals within your body, have the tendency to dampen your pain signals and can help you considerably. Um, whether it's yoga, whether it's uh, meditation, uh, uh, whether it's mindful breathing, all of these things can um, help with uh, controlling your pain uh, uh, as well as anxiety to some extent. So these things are all clubbed together, pain, anxiety, uh, depression. uh, Sometimes they're all clubbed together because the more the pain or more recurrent or chronic the pain entity, uh, you can also have chronic depression associated with it, a lot of anxiety associated with it. So um, you have to treat everything, um, uh, you know, with uh, with behavioral techniques. 
It's so important. Really, what an interesting field that you are in these days. Wrap it up for us. What you would like other providers to know about the field of pain management. When you feel that that it's right for them to refer a patient to a pain management specialist and what you'd like them to know about some of these other techniques outside of opioids to help with pain management. Um I I think the the whole uh, things depends on um you know where the patient is how long they've been suffering with pain what kind of pain um uh, that they're suffering with uh, etc so yes there's a lot of um different modalities that can be utilized so i would ask providers to look beyond um just uh, routine opioid treatment and consider other uh, non opioid options there are a ton of medications that are non opioid and will help with uh, uh you know pain especially nerve pain um you know i i want them to think about sending patients to us earlier and not uh, um too late um uh, but at the same time i want them to do basic investigations at least try and figure out uh, uh you know uh, to some extent where this pain is coming from that i think um that will streamline things better for us uh when we have all the investigations available uh, when we have all the studies available um so we quickly know what the problem is and we can go on to the next step uh when it comes to the point that primary care providers have exhausted um simpler um uh, uh modalities and before they write their first prescription for opioids i think they need to run it by us make sure that they are heading in the right direction so important. Thank you so much for joining us today and explaining and sharing your expertise about pain management and the alternatives to opioids and other ways that providers can look to a pain management specialist to help with their patients. Thank you again. You're listening to Expert Insights with Carl Foundation Hospital. For a listing of Carl providers and to view Carl-sponsored educational activities, please visit carlconnect.com. That's carlconnect.com. We hope the information gained will be applicable to your work and life. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening.